God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to calvaryrevivallabors at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Praise the Lord. So, how many of us have questions? Be free. It is when we ask questions, we learn more. Be open. Ask any question, anyhow. The Holy Ghost is here to attend to your questions. Yes. Even if you are just coming, because I saw some people just coming. Even if you are just coming and you have questions, don't be, just ask any question, you know. Anybody? Okay, give him mic. Give her mic. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My question is: If your husband wants you to be to be dressing the the way you don't like to dress, okay. Uh-huh, what you do? Like wearing trousers. Making up, I mean heavy makeup. Uh. Uh-huh. What will you do? Praise <laughs> the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you get the question? Is it a reality? Does it happen? Good. Now, like we have said during the message, I think we answered it partially. We said the highest authority. In fact, the only authority, only original authority is God. Then, but God has delegated his authority to man at different levels. At the family level, the man is the highest authority. Isn't it? Then, if you come to, let's say, Ologo now. Ologo has a chairman. Isn't it? Then, we have governor, we have president, we have this, we have that. So, these people are the physical authority we have. Now, but the rule is this. Any authority that asks you to do something that is ungodly. Okay, let me put it this way. If a father asks the son to go and steal, go and shoot, you know, the Bible says, parents, uh, children, obey your parents, isn't it? Now, if a father asks a son, go and steal, that son should submit to the father but should not obey the father. I think this is necessary. That's why I say questions are beautiful because the question is bringing out to us now the difference between submission and obedience. Submission to the father is go and steal. Yes, sir. But daddy have you forgotten that God said that we should not steal? He has submitted, but he will never be. But go and steal. Excuse me, sir. What kind of talk is that? You are asking me to go and steal? You must be a candidate of hellfire. 
Are you getting what I'm saying now? Now, that you are not going to do what your husband said does not mean that you should not submit to him. What is submission? I want you to dress this way, dress seductively, do this, do that. You don't need to start shouting on him. That's the problem we normally have. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. You will wear this. Yes, sir. What are you doing now? You are submitting. Then when he finished talking, you come. You sit by his side. How many of you know how to sit by the side of your husband? If you know how to sit by the side of your husband and put your head on uh, his, his shoulder like this. Let me see your hand up. How many of you know that men like that kind of thing? I better call my wife so that you hear, you hear this. Mommy, come, on, come and hear what men like. How many of you hear that men like that kind of thing? You know. Just like woman, every woman like the husband coming and uh, that's the same way men also like women coming and uh, Amen. So, at that point, when, you know, there is something I want to say on this matter. With a humble voice, you will try to, especially what is contrary to the word of God. Are you getting me? What you know that God say we should not do, you don't Say because he said I should do that, I should you should do. No. Submission is total, but obedience is is only to, total to God. Only to God that you, you owe everything God say do. But everything man say, shake it before you do. If it's not in line with what God say, submit, but don't. What are, are you getting the submission now? Submission, don't challenge him. Don't confront him. Don't even immediately say, do you understand? He may be talking, he may be quiet. But the moment you start talking and shouting and, you know, you are no longer a submissive wife. Are you getting it? I'm looking for the person that asked the question. Okay, are you, are you getting it? Uh-huh. So, you, what is... Okay, you know, he's talking about heavy, heavy makeup. So, there are two types of makeup. I think I'm learning that today. <laughs> the light one and the heavy one. And I know the reason why she said heavy makeup. It's like she's doing light one. <laughs> Amen. I don't want to go into makeup now. Because if I go into makeup, many things will come out. And we may not even go here. So, but the truth is that when somebody is making up, it's because he's feeling incomplete. Eh? That's why he wanted to do what? Make up so that he will feel completed. Amen. So, thank you for that question, but you can see that that question has helped us to learn something now.
So let me hear more questions. Yes. The mic is not working. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I have two questions. Okay. The first one is, um, when a woman is married to a husband mm. that maltreats her, that is evil to her. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let me, like, Abigail, her husband was an evil man. But yeah. from the way Abigail ran with those things to David to salvage the situation, it shows that as she came back, her husband didn't do anything to her. It shows that her husband may not be as evil as some men of these days to their wives. Now, when you are married to a husband that is evil to you, maltreats you, beats you up, batters you to the point that you, in fact, sometimes you, feel, you think you might die, what should a virtuous woman do in that situation? My second question is, I normally hear this issue of women saying, I am tired when their husband needs them. It's, it is strange to me because I used to think that this is something that two persons enjoy. So at the time a woman is saying she is tired, I think it's probably because she doesn't enjoy it or because... So I'm thinking, that is my question is, is it not the fault of the man when a woman is saying, I am tired, you know, she's saying I'm tired. I'm thinking it's the fault of the man. So I, I want to, to ask, is it the fault of... The, could it be the woman's fault or okay. is it not from the man? The man, okay. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> you want to answer? Okay, give her. Let's hear what you want to say. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, actually, let me answer the second question you asked uh. because we are all here to learn. Sometimes it's not that it's the fault of the man. Some women are not exposed on such acts. I use myself as an example. Since I was growing up, I didn't grow in such a way. That made me, when I married, and I knew my and my husband is here, I was happy. Anytime he called, I would just feel uncomfortable. I would feel like, why did he even I'm happy that he came to see us, but I'm not happy because I feel that he's disturbing me. Now, when I will come to work now, he'll start disturbing me. But it's when I start reading Bible, there's a version I read. I was like, I'm actually doing bad to him. Mm. That is his right. So why should I be doing such a thing? So when I now change, he starts saying, ha, unlike you, but he's not paying him that I was doing all those things because he, just, he has become part of me. He said that he's, he have learned that I don't like something like this. So he, she, he feel like he will not disturb me. Mm. But I, when I now start reading deeply, going through the word of God, I start saying that, I'm doing bad things. I now see that I'm, I'm wrong. But when he now see the opposite side of it, he now say that, uh, yeah, you have changed. This year we are here. That's he always call it. He say, this year we are here. I've changed you. Yeah. I start laughing. <laughs> but what I'm trying to let you know that all the time is not man's fault. It can be both. It's, it can be woman itself that don't want but sometimes it's men's fault. As and well. sometimes it is actually that the woman is tired. Yes. Because she has used her strength to do so many things. In the office. 
praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So to the first uh, question, sometimes the tiredness, sometimes as you said, it comes from men that they don't know what to do. When maybe your husband needs you, he's the one that needs you. Even though women sometimes when you have, you need your husband around. But when it is the husband needing you at a time when you're already tired, you went to work, you went to market, you came back, you cooked food, you take care of the children. To come to the husband also, that you think sometimes, even when yesterday when the word of God was coming, I know I am also a, a victim somehow because I know I, I look at these children, they don't know anything. But you are looking at a full-fledged man that knows some, he's, he knows something, he knows you, you would have gone to so many places. One of the things that helps, which men don't know, is that words, you can encourage. You can, you know, this, all these worldly men outside, they do it. They know what they to do to women and they will be happy. And strength will come in. So had it been that our men are here, I pray that by next year they will be men here. Men are not here. So, so whatever you are teaching men. us, is, you will be teaching us for... <laughs> As we <laughs> okay, all right. Praise the Lord. So, um, if the the is their problem in this way that they don't know what men, women needs, they don't know what we need. We need words, and you know, touches women. Words, what you tell your wife matters a lot. So you sometimes I tell my husband, please, I'm tired. If there's anything you can tell me, anything you can do to make me happy, please. I tell him. So, if it is, if you feel that it is the, the problem of your husband, it's part of the building we are called to build. You know, to train, to also, no matter how it is what the person didn't learn when he was single, you can also, you know, humble yourself like a big girl is humble. We teach, we tell them, look at what I need. I need your help. Just help me. I also need help from you to help you also. So it is what you, our work is to also build them in this aspect. Educate yourself and also educate them. Whatever you need at that point, you know, you, you ask, open up to your husband and tell him what you need. Praise the Lord. The first question has not been answered, isn't it? What's the question, question again? Uh, okay. Now, uh, I think it was the first day that the, the matter came up during the message. We said that, uh, please, if you, if you didn't have the first message, you need it. The second message yesterday, you can collect it from the media and listen to. Uh, when we are talking about the strange woman without understanding, the thing came up that sometimes, in fact, it came up again and again, where you were saying that she, uh, she's loud. A foolish woman is loud. Now, most times, the beating that you see a woman saying, my husband is beating me, the truth is that except that man is not a man. Most beatings that men are beating their wife is most of them, I didn't say all. I heard it from somebody that was talking on a television here, and I, I think I agree with him. He said that most times it is the mouth of the woman. Eh? Maybe the, the man will say, because I, we have, 
we have we, we taught us that the first need of a man is respect and honor. Now, when you are not respecting your husband, if it is another man on the road that you are not respecting, it's a different thing. But most times, what first of all comes to their head is a woman that I married. Are you seeing my shoulder? Are you seeing my shoulder? A woman that I paid bride price for. You are talking to me like this. And as you're saying, who are you? I said, who are you? Go and do your worst. I said, excuse me, is it me you are talking to? Now you are the talk to. Who are, I said, who are you? What, is it, what, are you think, what do you think will happen next? <laughs> are you getting it now? Most of these things you are seeing, if a woman's mouth can be, you know, tamed, because men doesn't talk. To, you know, God is a unkind person. The way he created, women need words. Yet, men are not, are not naturally great talkers. Are you getting me? Are you getting what I'm saying? Men need respect. Yet, women, they talk, talk too much. So, that is to say, if, maybe, I don't know whether it's Adam that, the disobedience of Adam that caused the distortion. Maybe God created the thing normal before. So, that is to say, the redeemed woman, the redeemed woman, must ensure that her mouth is under control. Because if your mouth is not under control, and you will talk and talk and talk and talk, say things that will cause a man to be so, feel so bad, even if the man did not beat you, he will not be happy. Are you getting it? So, we need to, you know, the, the idea of a man being wicked the truth is that if we, if the women will be virtuous and do what they are supposed to do, I don't think that the we, you will see your husband because he's a human being. Human beings are, are, are guided by. Uh, okay. But this man that he married can be this woman to her. To the extent that the thing has started bothering even people that is living in the, in the compound. When the woman does good, problem. He does bad, problem. The kids are there. He will beat the woman. Beat the woman. Always beating the woman until last, about two weeks ago. Mm. The young people now gather for him. Okay. He was beating that woman. They now bring that woman out. Tie him in front of him. Jumbo here. Tie him up. They beat hell out of him. <laughs> He was like, the, I was like, I tell my husband, what is this woman? The woman should come and save the, wife, the husband. Now. The woman just got sat at one place, was crying. <laughs> she was, she, she, in her mind, she's not happy that they are beating, they are beating the her husband. husband. But the other side, people were like, let them beat him, that he will not try and touch this woman. Okay. So men is not as weak. Yes, they we are have, really wicked. We have abnormal people. You know, there are demon possession. Eh? There are normal human beings. And there are human beings that are possessed already by demons. So, such kind of exceptional case, I think prayer will be needed to, you know, deal with such situation. Because it's obvious that a man like this is not normal. So, when we are talking, we are talking about normal human being, please. A normal human being that is not demon-possessed. You see, one thing I also want us to take note is that the devil is against marriage. 
eh? ancestral spirits, forces of darkness, they want the thing to scatter. Are you getting it? The flesh, Satan, they want the thing to scatter. So, most times you see things coming up to cause trouble, to cause problem. And that's why we have to be prayerful and watchful. Amen. Any other question? Okay, let's take. Are you raising your Let me know those who have questions so that after this we can now. Okay, one, two. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the book I question. Mana Asimuna Uncuzian Yelai, a film na I carry me to Kalaya Kalberena Macomas family. Okay. Makana some families bukwa umaz na buka problem. Okay. Na family. So if you na mommy mosa highway prayer on Monday na yad. family that day. The thing you enjoy. Okay. And that mutame lot from Obelo Kwa Hoku that day. Okay. So if you maka some families, some mothers amaro kesi a new mazos. Okay. Okay. For those who are not here in Ibo, what she said is that she is feeling that we should have touched uh, children's training in this conference, you know, because most times the problems that parents suffer is also coming from the children. For example, a child can cause a problem between a, hus a husband and a, and a wife. It can happen. So we need to also touch that. But I think um, she, she is suggesting something to me, which maybe if we agree, we can start that that there may be a need for us to be having a kind of, if it is a monthly uh, teaching about, you know, family. That is not on Sunday, maybe on Monday, because she's already doing that every Monday, but I don't think we, we can do it together every, every week. But if it can happen once in a, a month, eh, we will have a family um, I don't know what to, what to call it, but something where we can be talking about it because we have not even finished the one we are dealing with. There are so many things to still teach and to still learn. So many of them. So many. And she said something that also interested me. And I noticed that while we are in this conference, that there is a need for men to be here. Eh? So it's like, maybe if we are planning this next time, we may have Couples, something couples retreat or something like that, mm -hmm. so that we can have a combined section. And when we now want to say things that are so peculiar, we can separate the men from the women. I think that's okay. Uh -huh. Maybe you can plan towards that next year. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Like in our families now, some of our husband. Anna, some are wrong, some are worker. So, some are business. Mm. But they will not help their wives 
hamanyere family as in unye haka hane wete kwego maybe hane wete ya much mwana unye ga na ano they will not help the wife maybe ihe na akwa the woman enyere haka so the woman ga na ebekwana na ete snatch na yakwa nchubuka so if Chineke married the woman a bere, maybe you want a son The tine na the husband she's a yes. Na ihone me na gawazela one le bazela na na nke ya ho Na gwazi asina ime wago business or you know wago oro ni ga na wetezikwa ihe ido to ana the family na ya shazi len ka o ga eme na nka o ma me mala na enye dikwa the woman aka mbe the woman na enwe kwa ihe ona eme so ke o time we this na maledi that such husband in the house hallelujah 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 okay Okay. Well, Mike. My in-law, when my when my sister started business, it was just a small business. As God may have it, she have like four to five shops. So the husband is not saying it that she has money more than him. him. Mm. It become a problem. So in that situation, what would she have done? Okay. You know, money and finance is one of the major problems in family. And um, one of the solutions of the problem is to have money. Lack of money causes problem. And having money can be a solution. But management of money is a better solution. Now, coming to the question that um, she asks, first of all, every woman must learn to pray seriously for her husband. Every woman, you know, I told us that the Bible said, the head of every man is Christ. The head of every woman is the man, the man. So he's not talking about a man. There is a particular man that is the head, the husband. Now, because the woman is not the head of the man, let me give you an example. In a department, if the head is doing what is wrong, and you go to the head, to tell him and to confront him that what you are doing is wrong, you will not achieve anything. In fact, the head will may, may even see you as somebody who is insulting him and may now start you know, trying to punish you more. Are you getting it? There's no way, please, women, listen and get this once and for all. There's no way your husband will change by your advice. There's no way your husband will change by your confrontation. You need to know this. There's no way your husband will change by your talking to him or quarreling with him. He can never change. I'm telling you the truth. Hear the truth. Oh, your husband is not doing well. You now say, you are not doing well. You are not doing well. You didn't need this one. You did this one. This one, that one. 
that thing you are saying can never change him. It is the truth. What changes a man is when he is quiet, his head will come and say, this thing that your wife is saying, or this thing that your wife told you, I think you have to consider it. Are you getting what I'm saying? This thing that you are doing to your wife is not correct. You need to change it. Or sometimes, sometimes, he may not be hearing from God. He may, God, God may want to talk to him. He will just bring him to where his fellow men are. And they are talking about their relationship with their wife. As he's hearing that, eh? he will begin to learn that, oh, I'm not getting it right the way I'm treating my wife. And this thing can only happen when you are praying to his head. Are you getting it? So, whatever you want to happen in the life of your husband can only happen when his head has asked him to begin to behave like that. This is one of the things that women doesn't know. If you talk to your husband and your husband listens to you and change, don't ever think that it was because you talked to him that he changed. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It was never because you talked to him that he changed. Why he changed was that after your talk, eh, his own head came and said, obey your wife. Did you get it at all? So, with that, no, I can't take any other one. I say this is the last one. With that, you will notice that, you know, if you notice that what your husband is doing is not correct, you can talk to him, but don't confront him. And don't nag. Do you remember the nagging wife? Before you will go to the top of the roof to leave or go to the wilderness, Amen. Again, that's why I say I wish the, the men are here. Because when the women are, you know, we are going to still have for men anyway. But when the woman has changed and the man has not changed, you know, but if the man has changed, knows his own role, and the woman knows his own role, it will be balanced. So, but, and that is why one of your greatest job as a woman, I've said it before during message, is to make your husband to know God. Because everything that you are learning here in discipleship, your husband is not learning it. When you want to practice it, you, he may start opposing it because he doesn't know. So, if you want to have a peaceful life, then let what you are hearing be the same thing that your husband is also hearing. If you are going for discipleship, tell your husband, let us go to discipleship. He said, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Just be going. Be praying for me. That's the way they used to talk. Isn't it? They remember me in prayer. Now, if you are a wise woman, you will take it up as a matter of prayer and fasting. How many of you know that God answers prayer? prayer that is prayed from your heart. And in fact, as you are praying, God may tell you what to do 
and that man will, will, will turn to him. So, one of the ways to help solve this kind of problem is to bring your husband to Christ. Because once he comes to Christ, so many you know, problems will be solved. That thing you are saying is natural for a man to feel like, now my wife is working and she's getting something, I should be part of it. The truth is that, you know, if we are to have more time to teach so many things, you will notice that as a woman, you are to submit. The Bible says submit to your husband in everything. You have to submit. Now, but if you submit to your husband, let me give you an example. You now, you are working. Then you come back from the uh, work in the month and you carry all the money that you received and give to your husband and submit to him, isn't it? And the man will not give you one naira. You will not even bring money for food. You will not even bring money for uh, anything. What are you going to do? <laughs> she said, I will stop submitting. Now, that's what I'm saying. That, you know, you will still submit, but the obedience. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, but what I'm saying is that, you know, if your husband is foolish, a wise woman should help him. That was what Abigail did. You remember that she did not tell her husband before taking those things and going. Because she knew that her husband is a foolish man. I get it. If she submit to her husband telling her, the husband will die. She needs to save the family. Don't judge actions by the religiosity. Judge the end result. That was the problem of Jesus with the Pharisees. They say, keep the law on the Sabbath. But when he healed the sick person, they will start saying, why did you heal the sick on the Sabbath? They will not look at the results of the action. They will start looking at, why did you do it on so and so day? Are you getting it? So, if you know what you will do to bring salvation and help to your husband, and he will receive real help, do it. That's Christianity. That's why you are there. So, the issue of um, money. If you start working and you start earning money, the truth is that it will be good for you to be part of what is going on in the family. It's part of the thing we saw in the virtuous woman. You don't uh, eat all your money and say, my husband is getting money. No. If your husband is going to be the ideal husband that you want, then his head must be Christ. The, his head must be what? If your husband's head is not yet Christ, he has not submitted to Christ, we keep having problems. Praise the Lord. Bow your head and pray again. Say to God, help me that my life as a woman will bring glory to you. Help me that my life as a woman will bring glory to you. That through my life, my husband will be brought to Christ. If he is not yet a Christian, he will be built and my home shall be blessed. In Jesus' 
mighty name we pray. Amen. Um, I don't know how to sing the second hymn very well, but I think somebody knows. Joshua, you know? Eh? Who knows how to sing that hymn? Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.calvaryonline.org. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to calvaryrevivalabels at gmail.com or call 080-6560-7999. You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labels. <laughs>